But what would he say right now if he saw you two throwing bogeys at each other? This week's episode of the Fellowship of the Tabletop, we are a live play 5e D&D podcast set in the magical homebrewed world of Aerith. My name is Mark, I am the Dungeon Master, and I am full of lovely Chinese food and Camden Hell's Lager. And also with us for today's episode, we have Ian, who plays the Dragonborn Barbarian. Dragonborn Barbarian. Dragonborn Barbarian Drago. Second week in a row and you're full of Chinese. Yeah, I love Chinese food. You've got a problem. I don't because I have a home gym. The weights are still out there from when I rage quit the gym earlier as well. Banging and clanging. I literally rage quit. We have a buff DM, everyone. <coughs> we have Darren, who plays the human fighter rogue Robin. Holy oly, old Batman. That was some backstory. Daddy, who plays the human cleric Claude. I'm never ready for him. You are. When Darren does these, I'm just <laughs> never prepared. Oh, Milking the whole Robin thing. Do you think he uses the time before he speaks to plan? Absolutely. Or do you think it's impromptu? Darren, is it impromptu? No, there is, there is, I, there's, a, there's a mixture of impromptu and planned. I have a series of the great quotes from Robin in the 1960s that I want to roll out. We've <sighs> got a page of them. <laughs> yeah. We've got Will, who yeah. plays a wood elf monk Althea. Hi. And we have Callum, who plays the gnome sorcerer Folly Fizzlebang the Ninth. Hello. We have a full party. Here we go. Right. On last week's episode of the Fellowship of the Tabletop, we found ourselves outside the <clears> interesting <throat> shop in the town of Evershire with the rain slowly coming down. We looked off to the distance and saw the burning embers of the town of Evershire south where Folly Fizzle by the Ninth had used his flame wall in order to let the party escape from the cold rats and escape past the fold back to the shop. Drago then re-entered, uh, re-entered the town out of... Re-entered the town, exited the shop into the town. Upon this happening, Folly had looked over his shoulder at the smouldering embers of the town, looked at the group and quickly knocked his staff on the ground and disappeared from view. The rest of the party, confused by this but more confused by what Drago's face was saying, led by Claude, walked through... Face was saying? Anyway, walked through the town of Evershire to find the Cursed Camel Inn where they spoke, spoke to the bartender. They spoke to a few members of the patrons. Drago thought he'd saw, seen someone going upstairs that he was interested in. He went up, no one was there. He came back down, got the group. They went upstairs to a room that he had rented for two gold. And he then told his plight, his story, and what the bar, what the shopkeeper had told him uh, only a few moments ago in Evershire. Upon that, Claude had fallen to the ground, clutching his amulet as he had started to pray for the first time in view of the rest of the party. Tali, however had said some nice kind words to Drago and had head downstairs for another drink. We find ourselves stood around in a small close room with Claude on his knees, his hand clutching his amulet as he, almost his whole body seems to vibrate and shudder as he seems to be communing with another entity. As this is happening, I would stand around. I would see the uh, camaraderie that has formed in the group. I would hear the silence as Claude is kicking off and I would just say, to everyone else in the ring, which is Drago and Alfie at this point. Well, we can't all share this room tonight. I'm off to book us some rooms. Hang on, I think we need to discuss as a group other things that happened today. You do what you want to do. I'm off to book well, us some rooms. No, I think this needs to happen now, Robin. Go on then, Alfie. I'm sure this will be all right. Just before you start that, Claude, you hear kind of more noises coming from him. And you see his eyes, it rolls back his head, it's knocked back. You see a small bit of spit rolling down the side, drool almost falling down the side of his face as he seems to have now kind of amped up into a second gear of this com- communication. Communi- communication. Communion? This com- thank you. Of this communion with Akiva, you can only imagine. Now, Danny, do you want them to be in here? Are they okay to hear that? If you commune? So, you close down into your trance state and you grasp hold of your amulet and you start to reach out to speak to Akiva. You find yourself numb and you find darkness enveloping you. You get the sense you're being listened to. What would you like to say? Master, you heard what was spoken by the dragonborn I spoke to you about. Is 
he being pursued by an enemy? Could you give me a religion check, please? Let's stop. I want to go out of this. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Just cause. Yeah, do Actually, yeah, this is a communion. Go. I'm with you. Just because no, I don't want it to manipulate oh. any. Okay, for the purpose of the spell, I don't need to make a check to know about it. I find that information out, but I'll make it anyway. Oh, it sounds like good, man. I want to get oh, out of there. That's all going. I love it. Careful. You feel a presence approach. You cannot see, but you feel a presence approach you. There are no words that are spoken, but with your with your question, as is the way with Akiva, he gives you an emotion, a feeling to respond sometimes when he has the energy, and you feel a sense of confidence in you to respond to your question which of is he being pursued by an enemy okay, I, I feel confident as a result of saying yes that. so what's normally happened is you feel confident when it's a yes and you feel a sense of dread when it's a, a no. yeah my second question is Dengon his father living you feel a weight in your chest start to pull you down as a sense of impending dread pulls over your body and starts to almost weigh down your neck. And my final question today is, what of his brother? Is his brother living? The weight is lifted and you can stand straight again and you feel a sense of confidence and elation. Elation, not inhalation. Mm -hmm. Elation in response to your question. Thank you, Master. I will continue with your bidding. And usually, as you relax yourself out of this commune, and usually you would seep back into the realm of Aerith, you remain. You feel a presence of a figure behind you. Step forward, and you can feel the hairs on the back of your neck standing on end. And you can almost hear the breath of a face and a head just over your right shoulder, breathing very quietly into your ear, almost peering over your shoulder to look at the amulet that you can still see yourself, feel yourself clasping on your chest. This goes on for quite some time and you are stuck, static, still, waiting for something to happen for someone to say something and as an inhalation of breath Claude you have done a great service do not give up your mission there is great deceit in this world be wary of change. You ask after the Dragonborn, but some are not to be trusted. Some are not as they first appear. I may say more, but my intent to meddle with the human form and the mortal realm is the least of my worries. The humans and mortals you travel with are important. They are the key to saving me and in part the millions of souls that must return. That is why it is important you keep them on track. You must close the rift. Do you understand, Claude, that this is one of two rifts? And if you are successful in closing the rift of the Ember Scar Blight, the Ashen Scar Blight is yet to close far off to the west. So keep your wits about you.
Learn what you can, for the Ashen Scar Blight is a force dissimilar to the blight you will face with the Ember Scar. You must be ready for that. You must stay strong. And you feel the presence start to back away from you. And you feel more in capacity and more in control of your own ability to stay in realm and act and commune. You have the option now to leave and return to the mortal plane and break this religious spell if you wish. I think I'll stay for a bit. Because Claude's not really clear how the concept of time works when he's in the eternal plane and praying. Uh, I just sort of take some time to recenter because he know he Aerith is scary, the eternal plate isn't. So if he has a few moments extra to spend, it would just spend meditating almost in mm-hmm. the eternal darkness. Or whatever it is, whatever however it looks. During that during that time your mind settles but your senses are still quite active. And as it is almost sensory deprivation, you cannot hear, you cannot see, you're left with your mind and your sense of touch and smell which again is deadened you think over the last minutes of conversation that has taken place and you're not sure whether this is imagination the lack of sensory attunement or indeed some other kind of vision but you picture in front of you three tall dragonborn you see around them a burning forest and a settlement sacked. You see thousands of kobolds, small, vicious, red bloodshot eyes, screaming, barreling down on these three figures. One of them you recognize as Drago. You see them fighting, you see them separated. It seems to jump from image to image as you go through. You hear a call from Cyankar. It seems to be more Drago's voice than anything else. You see Drago turn. And what you see standing over what you can assume is Dengon is a figure you've seen before. You see a tall, thin, dark figure. Horns protruding from its skull. It only flashes up for an instant but this creature stands at 15, 20, 30 feet tall. Your sense of height is warped. It seems to be wreathed in shadow, tall, high above this dragonborn, feet upon feet above this dragonborn. It flits between this figure and that of a shrouded mist of fog, which Drago described, and flits between, really, really quick between the two. But every time it does, the figure's looking directly at you. It finally pauses on this large figure with its large green eyes staring out. You hear a screaming in your head and in your your soul, a similar feeling to the time when you saw this figure in one of your previous visions in the forest. It returns in an instance to the fog, to the mist, to the darkness swirling in front of Dengon, and you see it envelop him and you see a sword fall from his claw to the ground and then in an instant the fog is gone the body of of Dengon is gone and the fighting is about to finish when suddenly, as Drago rightly says from the space where his sword is this energy and explosion fires back pushing back scores of the kobolds knocking Drago down as the kobolds stand and scramble you see a blood-soaked, half-blinded, young Drago groping for family. You see him calling out for his brother, for his father, and you see tears falling from his face as he surges through the wreckage. And just as the image starts to fade away, you, you see him just slump on the ground by his father's sword, just hunched over it, holding it close to his chest and kind of sobbing 
quietly, surrounded by carnage. As it slowly fades, you return to your meditative state in the eternal plane before slowly opening your eyes and you see your own knees and you're knelt on the floor within the tavern. As Claude's head is thrown back and you can see a little line of drool falling down his face as he seems to hit this kind of epileptic level of, of seizure, it quickly is, as fast as it comes, his head looks uh, kind of lowers itself and flops down towards his knees and then suddenly it stops as quick as it started and Claude, you can now lift your head up and you're back on the mortal. Profusely sweating. Yes, massively, yeah. That's weird. Ah. But. Hello. Back to. You alright? Yeah, are you okay? And he's, of course, just look, looking at Drago, profusely sweating. I go to the milk on the side and pour him some milk and offer it to him. That's a good idea. Thank you, Robin. Ro- Ro- Robin. You're welcome, Claude. And I'll down it. What are you doing in my room? It's not your room. We all came here to chat, remember? Oh. It can be your room if you need it, though. I can get another one. I'll get some some air. Might be nice. Do you want to leave? No. Are we having story time? Um, I was trying to raise the fact that... Drago just leans open and uh, leans over and opens the window yeah. that he locked earlier. I had raised um, the fact that there was other things from today we needed to discuss. Just yeah. Before, sorry, I keep stopping you from this world, but <laughs> just as that happens, as that happens, uh, the, the whole tavern burns down. You can't. Remember, yeah. um, what happens is that Tali, another drinking hand, comes back up. Okay, you're still up here. And he kind of re- reads the tone of the room oh, and just kind of stands by the doorway. Having a sip. Drago just spent a long time talking about how he wished to honour his family and uh, quite a lot about his family, which was quite interesting and quite honest of him. Um, but we need to address the fact that I was insulted today. Who by? By Drago. I've insulted you many times after yes, you and, have to pinpoint which and time. And now finally taking my name one final time, I think is... Is this with the post guy? Yes, but I think the joints of every or every single time has elves don't normally hold grudges, but when this it is elf persistent, does. yes, this elf does, and I think it needs to be addressed. Fair enough, you have the floor. My problem is that you have taken liberties with my name, and I want an apology. I'm sorry. That was quick. It was really. The fact that we weren't going to have discussion, Robin wanted to avoid discussion, but none of my friends actually truly tried to stand up for me, which I found a bit disappointing. So you want an apology from everyone? Yes, I do. It's Guys, just, can we just apologise? It's just Drago being Drago. I don't yes, but it. I've had enough of Drago being Drago, because quite frankly, it's just... I'm tired of his shit. It's too much for you, Althea. Yes, it okay. is. But why, why is it suddenly changed now? We've, he's always been like that. We've always just dealt with it. But... I don't know what the problem is. The fact that he's pushed this so far... He always takes your name. Yes, he does. And it's a personal insult to me to do so. Then this is something for you to raise with him many times before now. And I'll expect the rest of us to do it before. Well, no, I'm raising it now because I feel it's come to head and it needs to be said if we are to continue. What do you mean? I'm raising it because I am unhappy with the way Drago is acting... And this is about your name, yeah? Yes. Okay, I'm just making sure. My name was given to me, as I said, before my elders and before my gods when I came of age. The fact that you take it now continuously has just been enough, especially in this world where I don't have connection to my gods, is even worse. And that is the problem I have with this. I'm sorry I called you Elfies. I don't You're that. not the problem, Claude. I said sorry. That's the first time. <laughs> I like not being the problem. Noted, Althea. Anything else? Yes. Okay. I think... Perhaps it's time that this party changes. What do you mean? 
change. What's wrong with how we're doing? We're dysfunctional. It doesn't... Yes, it doesn't work. Not all the time, but it does some of the time. I don't understand why you want to change it, Elthea. I'm quite happy with the way it is. I'm not. Anyone else? If you have something to say, Elphir, stop the cryptic messages and say... Okay, um, I feel that either Drago should leave, or I will. Drago's not offering any ultimatum here of whether he stays or goes. If you two need to resolve something, I suggest you resolve it, resolve it and I'm going to book us some rooms for the evening. And I'm going to go. This isn't... I think that together... You... So sorry, just to check, Robin, if you left. I'm just going to go downstairs and book us some rooms. Just to, did Robin's just found this a bit. Just going to go downstairs, get a nail, book some rooms, and okay. come back. Together okay. with Robin, you three have achieved more in Erif than any company of three I've ever known. And I understand it might get hard, but you're making real changes in this world and it's very important that you think about that. You might not like each other right now, but there might be times where you do like each other. Uh, just to point out, I have no problem with Elthir. Elthir, I look to you as a person who helps me understand things. Thank you. I'd like it to stay that way. So don't go. I can't see it staying this way without Drago changing, and I don't think he will. I think he has changed. Since I met him, he tried to kill me, and he no longer tries to kill me. Well, he that does that is to everybody. good change in my book. He tried to kill Folly, and then he didn't. He, yeah. he tried to kill me when we first met each other, and then he stopped. So it's something he does to everybody. It's not really a change in behaviour I've seen. Oh, I don't wake up thinking I might get stabbed by a dragon man born. Dragon man born. Suppose you would. But I think that it's very important that you recognise that together you do great things. Apart, it will be harder. Althea, to your point, you are right, I'm probably not going to change. To others' point, I'm not asking anyone to change, nor do they ask anyone else to change. It appears you have the problem here, and although you want an apology, it doesn't seem to be enough. If you want me out of the group, and everyone agrees, I of course will walk on. I have no issue here. But if you're expecting me to get down on my knees and wish for you to stay, you know me well enough by now to know that that is not what I do. Every person chooses their own path. They do indeed. So, you must do what you have to do. And if my time has come in this group, then so be it. I shall walk on. No regrets. Robin, you would have managed to get your rail and with keys and probably caught just the end of Drago's <laughs> speech there. You... And you, looking at Drago and Elphir, owe it to your friend Shadar to get on past this. He didn't die so that you two would go off in different directions. He didn't die so that it would cause you a rift between you if all. If it wasn't for Drago, he probably wouldn't have died. I don't think that's true. See, I was thinking the other day about that whole evening, and I think I was the problem. So you're to blame? Yes. I don't think anyone is to blame. I shouted down the hall about Ericas, and I think that might have caused Drago to believe it was Ericas, and then he went down the hall. Claude, trust me, you don't want to wrestle with someone's death on your conscience. And don't do discredit to Shadar. He did choose to go into battle. Yeah, but what would he say right now if he saw you two throwing bogeys at each other? He would probably say, let's just all sort this out with a battle right now. Let's do that. All right, then. I hit him. Okay, we'll do it. <laughs> let's do that. 
Oh man, natural one. <laughs> okay. Uh, you stand perfectly still though, Drago, as your back is against a wall and Elthir, whether it's something... I'll take the second attack action as yeah, well. Yeah, well, as, as, whether something innately stops this fist or just the the, the, the blindsidedness of Drago's straightforwardness caught you off guard, your punch rolls off to the side and you capture the wall as you quickly pull your fist back for your second hit. Uh, natural 20. Okay, natural 20. Yeah, roll the damage. Double damage. 13 points of magical bludgeoning damage. Okay, cool. And then take a con save throw, please. Just for the start. Yeah. That Ooh. is a 20... Plus 8. 3. Yeah, you passed. Good save. Okay, passed. Seen wrong. So this punch catches you squarely around the face, hitting you with his left You're right this right <clears> arm. <throat> as you hear, and then <clears throat> as you hear again. And take a deep breath. Feel better. No. One point to you, Elphir. Drago, your turn. I have had more pressing things to deal with today than this. Elphir, if you need to get it out of your system, trust me. Of all people, I understand an angry hit. Have another one. Drago skips his turn. Elphir. Right. Uh, I'll hit him again. I suggest punching him harder. <laughs> First yep. hit's a 17, second hit is a 20 plus. Uh, yeah, both hit. Okay. Uh, 18 points of magical bludgeoning damage. Okay. And I'll take these two big hits. And I'll just stun him again. One to the face, one to the stomach. Can I ready to win? No, don't worry, yeah. I got one here. Apologies. As you take these hits no, quite violently. 16. Ah, oh, you've just beat me. Pass it again, and you get this feeling of something trying to stop you from moving as you manage to shake it away. Uh, deep breath again. The heat in the room is is rising, and you can feel the kind of the looks from from person to person starting to dart around the rest of this group. Even Tali looks very concerned at what's happening. Do you want to go, Robin? I don't say anything. Tali, fancy slap of the old Drago? She doesn't respond. She just looks worryingly at the situation. Do what you got to do out there. Yeah, okay. Fifteen mm. and a twenty-one. Yeah. So the first one the misses, one. and yeah. as you as you do that naturally, as as he's as he's bringing his head up to almost get ready for the next hit, you don't expect he stands slightly taller. You just the first hit misses under the chin, and the second hit hits directly on the nose. Takes another eight points of magical burning damage. And take another con save. Tidy calls out at this point. Elfira. 11. Stunned. Uh, another deep breath then. I'll take my bonus action to actually hit him. So I'll use my bonus action to hit him. Okay. Uh, advantage. Uh, 25. Yep. Do another 6 points of magical bludgeoning damage. Tidy calls out again. Elfira. It's okay, Tidy. Um. <clears throat> Elthir. Hits him again. Critical hit on the first on that first hit. It isn't a crit, Will, sorry. So I know it's an ability you've got. Sentinel at death's door. So that first attack will do six points of magical bludgeoning. Okay. Second attack fifteen? To hit. Yeah. Oh no. Okay. Sorry, I thought that was fifteen points. No, 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 no. sorry. Apologies. Uh, and then I'll take my do another con saving throw. Yeah, you passed that one. Uh, and then I'll take my bonus attack. Am I still stunned? That means no longer stunned. You know, you're stunned until the end of this go. Okay. Uh, and that go, uh, yeah, misses again. It's another 11. Elthir. I think he wants to have a conversation now, Elthir. I think perhaps you have hurt him a bit. It's on you. Like I said, I understand the need to rage. Carry on. Are you feeling better now, Elthir? No. Maybe try a drop kick this time. <laughs> Elthir is going to um, drop into uh, an orcish guttural language. Uh, I'm going to cast Hex on Drago. Okay. What's he got to roll? 
doesn't. It goes to the hex and just explain to us the hex. So you get disadvantage on con saving throws, and if he hits you, you get a plus 1d6. I get plus 1d6 necrotic damage when I, do his, when I hit him. Okay. okay. Can, uh, as it hurts me to say, can we all roll initiative, please? Did anyone get 20 plus? 15 to 20? 19. 19. 10 to 15? 14. 14. 13. 13. 13. I've got a deck set of 4. With my modifier. Oh shit, so I have three. Elfir. So I cast, cast Hex. Yeah. As an action. As an act. Uh, as a bonus action. Roll to him. Uh, 17. Uh, yep. That hits. So you take six points of magical bludgeoning damage. Yep. And six points of necrotic damage. Okay, cool. Do I, do I fail a roll? No, you that disadvantage. Because okay. the hex means you. Because yeah. the hex means con saves. Still good. Uh, that is at the lowest, twenty-one. Yeah, you pass. So you're still mobile. You're still moving as he takes two more. He he, he can't. His eyes go dark for a second as he presses the shape into your chest, and you feel yourself and I speak become weak. Orcish language. Dark no language. Yeah, I'm not speaking common. Speaking orcish. And then he clucks you once more in the face as the same feeling of. Tightness seems to seep over your body, but you managed to fight it off yet again, Drago. Is that the end of your turn? Yes. Uh, yeah, because I've used my bonus action. You feel a strange static in the air, and in and amongst you, suddenly, Folly just boof, appears Thank on the ground God. in front of you. Hello! Tully. Uh, I'm Tully. Shit. <laughs> I mean, Folly. What the fuck? Where have you been? Where... It's best you don't think about it. And as you see this towering above you in a tiny little room, which you've managed to track them down on their little adventures, after you've had your own little adventure, in this tiny room with basically Drago pinned up against the wall with Elthir beating the shit out of him, you can see serious marks of damage on his face. Drago has his sword sheathed, his arms are down, and Elthir is, you've seen him just kind of lay this last punch on him. What do yeah. you have to do? Excellent. Yes, it's your turn now, yeah. Excellent. Absolute. Um... Oh, here, can you make a constitution saving throw for me? I can. Do you say words as you cast this on me? Um, so go ahead and yes, I am mumbling to myself. Cool. Twelve. Okay, I'm going to cast levitate on you. I'm just going to make you float. <laughs> you know, it can only go as high as the room is. Yeah, but you can't, hide, you can't hit Drago if you're floating up on the ceiling. The room's not that big there. How high is the room? The sword was big enough that Drago could, if you remember, get yeah. his sword up and over okay. his head. So it's his height, plus then probably three or four feet above that. So probably kicking you. Seven, seven and a half. Seven and a half, so we're talking ten, eleven feet tall. So it's, it's quite a high ceiling, actually. Can I kick him? Well, you can definitely try when it's <laughs> your turn. Anything else you want to do, Folly? Um, I will basically look at Elthea and say, Elthea, what on earth are you doing? Why are you attacking your comrade? Can I reply? Maybe six seconds worth, yeah. Uh, settling a score. Drago, your turn. You've just seen Folly just appear out of nowhere, and then Drago, uh, Elthir just kind of look a bit concerned for a second before he just floats up. It's okay, Folly, he's got to do what he's got to do. Do you want to attack? Do you want to do anything? No, that's the end of my turn. Okay. Tyler's going to step into the room. Can make a wisdom saving throw, please, Althea. Yeah. She looks up at you, she opens a book and reaches a hand out towards you. Ah, rolling turds. Uh, eight. You feel a cold seep over your body as your limbs and eyes and voice and neck go stiff. You have had hold person wow. charged upon you. And she looks up at you and screams, Althea, stop this! You're not yourself! Just stop! That's the end of her turn. Claude, your turn. I go to cast Restoration on Drago and remove his hex. Is okay. he aware? Oh, so I was going to say, are you aware of me having cast, cast it on him? But Yeah, you would have, yeah, you would have yeah, seen yeah, it cast yeah, it on him. Yeah, yeah. yeah that time, yeah. Yeah, no so, longer hexed. So the hex is removed for the 1d6. I'm going to I can't do that. It's two spells. Never mind. That's the end. Is that your only turn? Anything you want to do? Uh, going to... Just cast Spare the Dying on Drago in the eventuality that he falls to zero hit points. Okay, thank you very much. Robin, your turn. What would you like to do? 
I am going to... Robin is going to step into the room. He's going to step next to Drago. He's going to look squarely at Elphir and say... That's enough, Elphir. And I'm going to ready an action which will trigger if circumstances go that way. You need to be very clear about what they are. Explain the circumstances. So what do you want to... Okay. What do you want to trigger the action? What is the action? Okay. I am going to ready... Do you know what, actually, for this turn, that's it. Okay, that's it. so you're not actually going to ready an action. Steady space. Okay, thank you very much. Althea, I'll, I'll, I'll take my wisdom saving throw then to okay. try and get out of this whole person. 13. I'm not very good at wisdom saving That throws. fails, unfortunately, as you try to wriggle out of this Althea. The spell continues to have its okay. hold on you as Tali continues to look up at you, concentrating on the spell that she is casting at you. That's the end of your turn, Robin. Sorry, that's the end of your turn, Elf there. Folly, your turn, what would you like to do? Um, would the levitation spell it, still... It's, it's for ten minutes, take concentration, so it's still on me. Yeah, I'm not casting another spell at the moment. Cool. Um, I'm just going to basically look up you and still talk. Um, there are bigger things to fight than your fellow comrades at the moment. What on earth are you playing at? Okay, and that's the end of my turn. Thank you very much, Drago. Back round to you. You can see him struggling up there. Alright, it's okay everyone, you can let your spells down. Elthir, it looks like you have a choice. You can keep hitting me, I'm not gonna attack you, as you can see. Or we can look to move beyond this. Like I said, I understand why you're raging. Okay. But it seems that everyone wants to work together here. Apart from you. Thank you, Drago. 18 hit your armor class. Well. Yes! Okay, Talia's just cast Firebolt at you out of rage. Aimed it not to kill you, but just to okay. wound you. Take four points of fire damage. She shouts up. Get to your senses! This isn't you! But I'm held, I can't. <laughs> she has another. <laughs> She's a girl. That's her turn. Hey, spellcasting! Claude, top of the round. I'm gonna look at everyone, get quite emotional. I have something to tell everyone. If you'd all stop hurting each other, please. And I'll reach out and I'll cast a fifth level cure wounds on Drago. Oh, thank you. Damn, Daniel, fifth level. Mm-hmm. That's, some, that's some love right there. That's some love. That's some Drago love. Some sexual healing like that. 27 points of healing. Thank you. Bloody hell. Uh, Robin, it's your turn. What would you like to do? Elfir, I've travelled with you for over a year and you'll know very little about you. You said we had a choice between you or Drago. I voted Drago stays. You don't like that, you leave. It's up to you, my friend. I don't like what I've seen here this evening. Okay, thank you, Robin. Elfir, your turn. Could you make a wisdom saving throw to break the whole person? Yeah. Oh, natural one. You continue to held. Yeah. You are held there as your body is slowly, NASA style, just kind of floating, <laughs> but totally stiff. Not like that, but just stiff. There's a narrow to wear. Turning over, but you can hear everything that's going on and everything that's being said. Yeah. Folly. He's aware. Anything you'd like to do? Hearing Drago's requests, and what Elaine seems to be doing, I will look again, still up at Althea. I said, Know this, Althea, I'm going to put you down. If I feel a comrade's life is in danger, I will end yours and won't think twice. And he's going to deactivate, uh, levitate, and just have him slowly, uh, gently. <laughs> Uh, put himself under you to try and catch you, proper arms out style. Oh, thanks. Okay, thank you very much, Folly. Drago, your turn. Anything else to do? Maybe Robin was right. Elthea, and we should heed his advice. A night, perhaps. Asleep. Cooler heads prevail. Thank you. Sorry, was there anything more you wanted to say? Whatever you need to do. 
Tyler's not going to do anything. She's going to be staring up at Althea with a look of anger in her eyes. Claude, your turn. So with uh, Althea in my arms, sort of, not fireman carry, but a proper, like, baby carry, I'm just going to lean into his face. Oh, God. Do a little Gucci goo on his cheek. (laughs) I'm just going to say, you stay with us. So we can return Shadar to his home. Okay? Okay. Okay, thank you very much. Robin? Your choice, Elfie. Let him go, Talia. It's Elfie's turn first, unfortunately. I'll take wisdom saving throw. No, ten again. It holds folly. I've lowered him folly basically on standby with his staff waiting and seeing what happens okay lovely anything Joker? no just stand there and just uh, um, yeah Tali appreciate the gesture but you can let him go try to let your rage dissipate trust me you don't want to lose yourself to it Tali looks over to you for a second and quickly slams the book shut and with it Althea's body is released and she steps back into the corridor of the room with her facing into the room, staring into the room with some anger in her eyes. Claude, you've now got a limp and awake and cogent Elfie in your hands, in your arms. Uh, Under no magical effects anymore. No magical effects anymore. Yeah, I'm going to cast Bless on you. Okay. And uh, I'm also going to use that super action that failed last time. It probably failed every time I do it, but... I'm going to use... Divine something. Yeah, Divine Intervention. So I've got to roll percentile dice, and if it's less than 10, Akiva intervenes in the situation. Does he have to know how to intervene? In a way that is... You have to ask something. Like, uh... What's the wording of it? The request of your deities... As an action, request your deities aid and roll percentile dice to descri- and describe the assistance you seek. Okay. So, yeah. uh, so pass it and then yeah. what do you have to roll under 20 under my level yeah. and I haven't I've rolled I've rolled oh rolled the wrong it's oh, unless this is a zero then it's seven no yeah. 47 okay no so unfortunately that doesn't work you call out to Akiva and you hear hear no response your yeah. hands are still kind of cold and blistered from the from the grasping of the amulet yeah. not a minute ago yeah thank you very much for that <sighs> Robin I'm done Althea, you're now well within your faculties. So Althea says, so Claude says, put me down, Claude. Okay, you put down. Okay. Turn to the others. Takes a moment. Looks at all the party members. I think everyone's made their thoughts quite clear. Robin has asked for a night. Maybe we should take the night, but I think just in case I'll take my share of our gold within the bag of holding in case I decide to leave earlier. I take out the gold, I put it on the table, and I walk out the room. Alfie takes the gold and we'll have a last look as you're doing that. And before Robin is completely out of earshot, I will shout, Cyangar's alive and not look at Drago. I'll stop. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and just look at Drago. Elthir, keep taking the gold. Keep, clink, 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 clink. Um, Look to each of my party member. Look to Tarling. There is almost a disappointment in his eyes. He just look at her. Um, looks at Drago. There is still hate in his eyes. Drago is away. He's not even. Oh, sorry. Fine. Uh, looks no, at Robin. he's there. He's there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Looks at Robin. Um, I think you see disappointment in his eyes. You get it straight back, my friend. Thank you. Uh, and then uh, he turns to Robin. Did you book his rooms? Yes. I'll have another key then. Takes a key. Okay, you've got G, which is 
three doors up on the left from where you currently are. Cool. Which is the second to last room. I'll take that one. Okay. And are you leaving? Are they? Going to the room? Go into the room, yes. Okay. The rest of you are left. Uh, Dumbstruck, along with your DM, at the events just taking place. What do you want to do? I just. Claw is just going to stay there in stunned silence, waiting for Drago to make the first sound before he looks up from his thing he's focusing on the floor. Are you okay, Drago? I've had a lot to process today. Claude, can I just trust that you were saying that in the heat of a moment to convince Elthir not to go? No. You might need to explain yourself. Folly, just so you're in the loop, Cyan Gars, my brother, who I thought was long lost. If you need to know more, listen to last week's episode of The Fellowship of the Tabletop. <laughs> where, where can I find such an excellent episode? Well, it's funny thing you can ask, actually. You can find it on most good, most podcast providers, including Spotify, Google Play. Oh, shit, I don't know where they are, actually. Where are they? Spotify, <laughs> iTunes, Audacity. No, Audacity's the program. We're breaking the fourth wall! <laughs> All good, good over podcasts and And when are the episodes no- normally released, Folly? <laughs> I, I believe I've heard of it. Isn't it uh, something to do with a, a Friday? At 7 a.m. 7 a.m. Is that you right? You could say it's Fellowship Friday. All day. And we all look directly into the camp. <laughs> <laughs> and then quickly snap back in. That'll be cut. Cool. Explain yourself. Fo- Folly. Tali, Robin, perhaps this is a conversation that Drago should hear by himself first. No, I'm okay with everyone being You're here. You're sure? Yes. Your brother is breathing. Okay. He is not of the dead and never was. Okay. The person who is pursuing you, the other dragonborn. Well, you know, you know. Okay, just a, from the big, how do you know this? The master knows. Oh, that's unsettling. Okay, so the dragonborn pursuing me, you know who it is. I don't know who it is, but he means you harm. And I also know that your brother is alive. And I saw a, a vision and it was of the place that you told me about. I saw you and, well, you were a young you, less wrinkly and and the muscles were tiny. <laughs> Sorry, they were, you were a child almost, maybe. And your brother was there and the person what looks like you now, what I can only assume was your father. I saw everything that you told us about and more. And and this the mm, Akira showed you this Akiva, not the Japanese anime. Your yes, Akiva. He showed me it, and I also saw your father, and I saw what was in this mist that you spoke about. Uh, Drago's hands kind of clench here and he almost falters for a bit like he needs to grab onto something trying to hide it so he just grips the nearest thing to him like the desk and just kind of pushes himself back up Uh, carry on I saw the moment when your father's sword fell and all this energy came out of it And then the mist, it sort of dissipated, and then I returned to Akiva's dining table, and I stayed there for a bit, and I woke up in the sweat and dribbles, and then you were getting punches from Elphir. Okay, that all sounds pretty on point to my father. Sayangar, what do you know of him? Do you know where he is? I don't know where he is, but I know that this person who was here recently and said the thing about his sword, Dengon's revenge. Dengon's deception. 
Deception. Yeah, Dengon's deception. That one. I'm just making sure you didn't change that. That... The person who came inquiring about that means you harm. Thanks for telling me. He had skin what looked like yours. Are you meaning to tell me that the dragonborn after me is Sayangar? I've never seen Sayangar's face, but I know that his skin matched yours. Okay. But you don't know for sure if Sayangar is in Aerith or the Sword Coast? I think he's in Aerith. And if you had to place a bet, would you say he's the dragonborn who's after me? I've never seen any other dragonborns what look like you. So it would make sense that if there's another one that looked like you, they would be trying to find you. Thank you for communing with your god on this. He's not only my god, he's everyone's god. Uh, Robin, you said earlier that you believe these things will come and find us. I do. As we carry on. I do. I agree. Rest. I think that's what we all need. I'm going to talk to Elthir now. I, I would leave him, Claude. He has a decision to make. And I, I don't think it's for any of us to tell him. I have to tell him something. If he must. I haven't that. I, I see him. I've got enough keys for room for all of us. Yep. Thank you, everyone, for listening and for your support it's new to me and I might not show it all the time but I do appreciate it we're all we've got Jago we have to stick together I'm starting to see that I walk in, look at you, Robin, grab a key, and head off to a room without saying anything else. I'll uh, dish out the remaining keys, assuming Drago's keeping the one he's paid for, this room. That's got my blood in it, I mean. <laughs> yeah. And go and find a written, one of the rooms I paid for. Folly, what are you up to? Um, Folly is going to head to his room for now. Okay. Folly. Yes, Draga. I achieved my sword. And everyone's left at this point as well. You like things. Yes, yes I do. You've shown interest in this before. Your sword? Yes, very much so. I think it's going to be quite important going forward, so could you find out what you can about it? And he... Are you? Be able to carry it, would you? Mm. How strong are you? Yeah, Small it? characters can't carry. I wouldn't be able to carry a great sword. Can I put it in your What backpack? you can do is rest it on top of the backpack. So it's like almost resting on a table. Probably when I just kind of have to, I just have to walk sideways. Well, if I put it in your backpack, you could, but it'd be difficult for me to get back out. Okay. Oh, actually. Funny, yeah. how about I take this into your room? No, no, <laughs> you, you can put it in the backpack. I'll cast Levitate on the, the sword. Uh, and bring it back out of the backpack, then I can put it, it back on the hand to back it into the right position. Yeah, yeah, just to shift it around as to where I actually need it. Understand me when I say this sword is my life. And that is not an exaggeration. But I think more information on it would help. And Drago puts it in your bag. And Drago almost like... I'm going to do it. No, no, I'm not going to do it. No, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And he just drops it in. And then that's it. Conversation's done. As you do drop it in, Folly literally just kind of stumbles back a little bit. He still felt the weight of this sword going in, even though it's an enchanted backpack. He's kind of like wondering now, how the hell does he wield this thing? Um, but yeah, with that, he, he looks at Drago and says, I, I shall treat it with the respect it deserves, Drago. Thank you. And then Folly will exit and head over to his room. And Drago, you're staying in this room as well. Yeah, Drago's going to get another beer. He's going to, once the room's quiet and uh, everything seems to have settled down, he's going to just kind of let out a long... <sighs> as the injuries from Elthir 
kind of take their toll on him. It was a beating, oh, it's close. Um, and just kind of takes a moment. <sighs> Another drink, I think. And uh, goes out and heads downstairs and uh, just kind of motions to the barkeep with uh, just some... Uh, Silver? Yeah, silver. We'll go silver. Uh, for no drink. Just all inside, we'll, like tap the bar and stuff. He pr- quickly brings one out. There's a couple of patrons still in the bar that he's busy talking to. So he hands it over, nods, takes a silver piece, silver and piece walks off, leaving you to yourself. Anything you want to do while you're down there? Or are you happy just drinking and going back? Just collecting my thoughts over the day. Uh, thinking of pasts, thinking of my father, thinking of my brother. Thinking of the Dragonborn who's chasing me, uh, thinking of Elthir, thinking about what went down there, thinking of the Blight, um, and each time he's thinking about this, a new thought comes to mind, another drink goes down. A new thought comes to mind, another drink comes down. And then, uh, unless anything interrupts him otherwise, just slowly takes himself upstairs and comatose out on the bed. Okay, just going around quickly in case there's anything people want to do during this time. Robin, anything you'd like to do? Uh, Robin would sit on his bed. Uh, He would take out his parchment and his uh, ink and he would begin just to make, uh, beg your pardon, he'd begin just to make encanted scribbles on the page. None of it making any sense. Just a series of scribbles. And then at a certain point, Robin will put his hands over the scribbles, consult the scroll, one of the scrolls in his bag, and he'll cast illusory script on the scribbles and merging the scribbles together to create another form of arcane image he'll try and firstly recreate uh, recreate 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 an image of his family uh, the family that he uh, grew up with under Neverwinter that probably wouldn't succeed but then on the second go he would try and hone that in and he would just try and cause, uh, as the ink weaves and starts to form another image, uh, the image of his sister. Thinking about the day's events, he would recall his own family, the fracture and falling out of his own family, his inability to stop Belprax going down the path he went down. A lot of this has hit home for Robin tonight. Could you roll uh, Arcana, please, Robin, just to see how effective you are at wielding this image of your sister? 16. Yeah, you successfully managed to move it into matching an image you have in your memory of your sister, Ren, and have cast it into a quite a accurate likeness of her kind of mid-section, so kind of waist up to the face as well, but most of the detail obviously on the face and the features you really remember of her. That image is good for 10 days. I fold it and pop it into my... Your door closed. My door is probably two. Um, I, I, I would have probably have closed the door. I didn't know if, if if I was walking past and I saw you kind of moving in you, shit. You would have oh, heard. Yeah. Me, you would have heard me uh, saying something under my breath that probably doesn't make much sense. Yours is first on the left, Rob uh, Drago. So okay, fair enough. You would not have walked past him in this door. Folly, over to you. Anything you want to do just in this evening as everything's kind of cooling off? Um, Folly is actually going to go and have a quick word with. Robin. Okay, yeah. Um, he'll just gently knock on his door. As you do that, I stop, staff, I stop staring at the parchment that I've just managed to cast this arcane enchantment over. I fold it up, I pack it away, and I open the door. Folly. Uh, Robin, um, I, I wondered if I could uh, just have a uh, quick word with you, if that's alright. In, in private, of course. Uh, of course you can. Uh, shall we go in? I, I gesture Folly into the room and I close the door behind me. Um, t- tell me, um, how long have you been able to use magic? I don't think I've ever seen it. Uh, you've used it before since today. Well, it's been a, probably a couple of days. I've been studying scrolls for some time, though. Truth be told, I've only been able to do it with Talia's aid and the aid of her spellbook. That seemed to be the catalyst for me. I see, I see. Well, it, it all... Um, it's difficult to talk, but tonight has been interesting, to say the least. I don't quite know what's going to be happening with the party, as it were, but things are changing, and I don't know where we're going to end up. I still have my mission to do regardless of where anybody else 
goes or what anybody else does, but I have a gift for you if you would like it. And what he does, he has Maychan basically bring out um, my sword, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> now, I've got a strength modifier. Maychan can lift that gift for you. Donk. Maychan's really pulling yeah. it out. Um, Maychan basically brings out a um, scroll um, and passes it to you. After today, you, you are a, a valued companion, and this is a very powerful magical scroll. I don't like people using these because they normally use them for bad purposes. However, I believe you can be responsible with it. I would only advise you use it in time of dire most circumstances. What I have given is one of my tier three stock magic scrolls. My days! Just the scroll, the stock magic scroll. Yeah. Could blow yourself up with it, mate. <laughs> you quite possibly could, but it could also save your life. I've been passing an arcana check. Which I forgot to do with you off here in the uh, Battle of Bleakmore, actually. Upon passing an arcana check, you then roll a percentile dice and can roll up to a ninth level spell, including that of Wish. So if you fail, is that, is that when the bad things happen? Then you roll on the stock magic's revenge. You did have me roll a I d20. Did. I did, very true. Yeah. And it did. Actually, no, you didn't true. make an arcana check, but arcana yeah. Arcana could have made it better. But yeah. And then you roll on the stock magic's revenge, which has only one good thing, and the rest are either weird or permanent things, like you lose a hand. Your constitution drops by one. You are you're permanently blinded. Basically, Mark Brewer revenge for every time I've had you roll on the wild man. Yes, one hundred percent. There's a couple of good things. There's also a couple of curses placed on you that you've heard room that you will have heard rumours of, but um, the majority of it is negative. But the chance to wield such magics is sometimes too much to bear. Having that. Scroll there. It was good, man. I felt a, it. It's it like tasted a, good. It's like a lottery ticket with the, that most likely has the winning numbers on it. It's that kind of feeling you have. I'm uh, sure I'll um, put it to use when the time's right. Folly, thank you. Folly, there was something I've been meaning to ask you. Um, that vial I gave you. Any success? I, I wish to study it a little bit more. It has a very unusual aura uh, about it. Something not of this world. I'm not sure which world yet. Um, how was it you came across it again? That sword that's currently sticking out of your bag, which is the most bizarre thing I think I may have seen today, and I've seen some strange things today. <laughs> it was used to cleave in part a creature that was emerging through a dark light portal in the Sword Coast before we came here. That creature was responsible for many things, including the death of my family. Nice. I am. Um, I was worried that what it was is related to what's happening here, and if so, it means the Sword Coast is in grave danger. Um. There was actually one other thing I'd like to follow on from what you were saying. Go on. I agree. We don't know what we're going to face over the next few weeks, and groups like us that don't pull together and are divided will will, will fall. We will lose. I'll do my part to keep us together and just do yours. I've not really been part of this group for very long, Robin. Well, you're a part of it now, whether you like it or not. I, I would like to say that both Drago and Althea would listen to me, but I, I just don't see it. I've travelled with them both, and this was coming to a head for some time. Althea will make his decision. Drago has made his. As you said, Robin, let us wait till morning and see what new light has been shed on the character. Those of us who are still here, we're going to have to stick together. You're a part of that folly, and I appreciate you, uh, you helping us. It could have gone a lot worse at Bleakmore without you. Good night, my friend. Good night. And with that folly, we'll leave, head back to his room. 
Um, oh, Foley. Yeah. Bag. Oh, 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 right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he picks it up, puts the bag on, then he walks out. <laughs> He's heading back to your room. Yeah, I'm going to head back to my room. Uh, he's basically going to cast Levitate on. He's going to shut the door, lock it as best he can. Mm-hmm. Uh, cast Levitate on the sword, rest it gently onto the floor, and then he's going to see what he can find out from it okay. uh, as the quest of Drago. No problem. We'll say this is an ongoing thing that you have a couple of nights to really get the yeah, yeah, gist yeah. of the arcana. Just in case you wanted me to roll for anything, I'm just telling you that's what I'll, I'm going to be spending. I'll probably do at the end of all that. I'll probably say we'll take a couple of nights for you to probably divulge the magical iconic abilities of this, of this weapon. Yeah. As the, your door shuts, Claude. Your door opens as your bearded face pops out to look down the corridor as you move down. You walk down, creeping past as much as your chain, your plate mail will allow you. Many people can probably hear you moving down the corridor, but you still walk tentatively. You turn one more time over your shoulder to look down the corridor before turning to face Elthea's door. You reach out a hand to knock twice on the door. And just as you start to hear the click, of the door open. That's where we're going to end the episode for this week's Fellowship on the Tabletop. What the fuck? Oh, yeah. You assholes. Oh, so sombre. My so God. sombre. Oh. Man. Oh, shit, it's me. Uh, <laughs> so much in party party. Thank you very much for listening to the episode, everyone. Especially if you made it to the end of this. It's going to get more hype and more... Shite as we Hype and shite. I love um, hype and shite. If you want to follow us, hype and shite. That could be like a, a craft ale you could make. Really? Hype shite. Hype shite. Drink some hype shite. Would you drink anything that says shite in the title? I would. Okay. <laughs> you drink anything. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Ian, you were saying. Um, you can find out more what I'm going to say on our Twitter page which is at Fellowship Table and then if you want to you can follow us all individually I'm at iRoller1 Darren is Darren Page 06 Will is Natural 20 Will Danny is So Pie Thrills Callum is The D20 Gamer and our very 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 majestical magical wonderful DM is at Hastily Roll DM Until next time, guys. Farewell!